Hey guys, welcome to episode 24 of the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Fountas, with Eric Sanchez. Eric, welcome back. We were just talking, like, why, why aren't we recording this? We're like talking all this wrestling stuff, Comic-Con and t-shirts and all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, guys, today we're going to be talking, among other things, some of our favorite characters in wrestling history, some of the goofy ones, like the Repo Man, some of the great ones, like Million Dollar Man, and their vignettes, and why we like them, and all of their fun stuff. Uh, we're also going to touch base on some of the Comic-Con, San Diego WWF toy, or WWE figure releases. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric's more of a specialist in that than I am, and we were just talking about, we'll get into it, uh, like uh, printing t-shirts. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at PPW Podcast, where you get all your info on all of our shows, and you can get topic suggestions to us, show suggestions, comments on pay-per-views, Raw, SmackDown, New Japan, ROH, all that stuff. And basically, with my wrestling time frame and everything, with ROH and New Japan stuff, like I'm not an avid watcher every week, but if there's a buzz about it, I'll go seek it out and watch it. Uh, speaking of t-shirts, like I said a second ago, uh, a couple t-shirts orders, orders went out from whatamaneuver.net for our shirt a couple weeks ago, and I got mine today. And I was telling Eric that the quality, like the actual physical quality of the shirt, it's awesome. It's like a super soft quality t-shirt which is important to me to wear the logo is like i was saying is like it wasn't bad but it kind of looks like a vintage logo because it's not like a bright pop one but i guess yeah. that's kind of the design of the shirt uh, if you want one of those head over to whatamaneuver.net and find the positively pro wrestling podcast store i also have links to it on twitter if you have any questions about it or if you want to ask us anything ppwpodcast at gmail.com or at ppwpodcast.com and all the intros are out of the way. Let's get started. What we're talking about? So, we were talking about T-shirts. Yeah, yeah. And you were t-shirts. Com- comparing them to the uh, pro wrestling tees. Yeah, yeah. And that led me to when the Bullet Club shirts came out. Okay. Because the Bullet Club shirts came out at Hot Topic, and the shirts that were sent to Hot Topic were made by pro wrestling tees. Yeah. So that's who supplies Hot Topic with these Bullet Club shirts. So whatever day it was, it was about a month ago. I'm like, holy shit! I gotta go get one of these shirts. It was the Bullet Club, Young Bucks, uh, Kenny Omega. I think an elite shirt, but maybe not. So I go in there, and all the shirts are kind of offset, like they're off to the left too much. So uh-huh. when you put it on, it doesn't look like it's centered. Uh-huh. 
Sure. And to me, that's important because there are some shirts I got that are totally off-centered. When I look at myself in the mirror, I'm like, this shirt looks fucking stupid. You gotta, like, <laughs> slouch one leg down. <laughs> so I got to, like, twist the shirt a little bit uh-huh. so that it looks centered. <laughs> um so I go to the I go to a hot topic and the four or five shirts that they have in my size, all bull club shirts, they're all messed up. I'm like, this is ridiculous. So then I just leave with nothing. I go in there expecting to spend money. So then I go home a couple of days later, I see them online. At Pro Wrestling Tees or Hot Topic? On Hot Topic. I'm okay. like, okay, cool, I'll get it. And then I had like a thirty percent off code and I had like a five dollar hot all topic about the reward deals. card. So I'm like, okay, cool, I can get a shirt, I can use these rewards and a coupon, all this stuff. So I ordered the shirt, it was June twenty fourth, I ordered it. I get an email about two days later saying it shipped. And then it says, wait, five to seven business days. I'm like, okay, cool. So I wait a week. I wait two weeks. Still nothing's happened with the tracking. Uh-huh. So four weeks go by. I call Hot Topic. I'm like, what's going on with the shirt? And he's like, oh, it was lost. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, can I order one in my size? He's like, oh, we don't have your size. Uh-huh. So I wasted a month trying to get Bullet Club shirts. <laughs> and just everything about these shirts just like screwing everything up. So he's like, okay, we'll refund you. <laughs> I'm like, fine, I'm just done. I'm not going to buy a shirt. I'm not going to buy it from Pro Wrestling Tees because the shipping is outrageous and they don't have sales. Uh-huh. Good sales, really. So then I wait for a refund, and the refund's wrong. I only get like $2.13. <laughs> so I have to email them again. I'm like, what? What was charged to my card was ten dollars. I know exactly it's ten dollars and two cents. And now you charge now you gave me back two thirteen. Where's the rest of it? He's like, Oh, I'm so sorry, we'll take care of this right away. Um expect the thing expect to see it hit your bank in a couple of days. So I'm like, Okay, cool. So I wait a couple of days and I look at it and it's like another five dollars and seventy eight cents. I'm like, This is not the balance of what you owe me. You still owe me two dollars and thirteen cents <laughs> now. And I haven't heard back from them. It's just just nothing just but bad problems news for you. Trying to get this one fucking well, shirt. Uh, our buddies at the Man Cave Podcast have a Pro Wrestling T stores. So maybe they could hook you up uh, with some free shipping codes or something like that. Uh, <laughs> but I think the point of all of this is just like I'm just trying to get one shirt. And it's like I go to the store, they're screwed up. I try to order it, it gets lost. They can't refund my money. Yeah. It's like just a pain in the ass. You know, you're what? Just a, a large or an XL, right? It's an XL, right? So you know, uh, it's not like an odd size, right? Like a small, which is an odd size for a wrestling fan. Yeah, <laughs> unless you're a kid. And they're not triple XL, so well, those are probably pretty common. They probably have plenty of those. We got a couple three X's if you want. Yeah. I can send you one of those. I think when they start to sell out it's going to be your large extra large and, and big are they selling out, out at the stores like is that like the word yeah the hot topic they're selling like, out they're really popular okay they're selling out I, I i went to one uh last week or whatever just to browse in the store and see what they had and uh, i didn't see any they had all the wwe shirts but no yeah bullet club shirts or elite club or super kick party or the american <laughs> nightmare and all that stuff right uh that's a bummer that's a bummer it is i mean eventually i'll get one but I can vouch. Whatamaneuver.net, they print it in five days, and it's shipped so first just, class. Uh, I'll just, uh, I don't know, steal the logo and send it to them and make me a shirt. <laughs> make See my what own. Got. But we also had <clears throat> the uh, San Diego Comic-Con WWE reveal. San Diego Comic-Con is obviously huge. It's getting bigger and bigger and more ridiculous every year. They revealed a bunch of new figures, and if you're a figure collector, I want to recommend to everyone that listens to this show, uh, they've been around for about two years now. Uh, the Fully Posable podcast at Fully Posable. They're on Twitter, and they literally just talk about wrestling figures. And you would think, how could they talk about figures for an hour every, each week or every couple of weeks? And they do. And they have awesome stories of being wrestlers and getting figures signed. And they break down old series and new series. And it's pretty popular. And, like, I'm not a huge collector by any means at all. Like, yeah. I have a handful of figures. And the reason I don't collect that type of stuff is 
if I start, I'll just go nuts. So, like I have to, I there's been times where I have stuff in my hand. I'll walk through and go put it back. I'm like, nope, you're not going to do this. I had this last week. You had the uh, yeah, the, 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 the heat Bobby, yeah, so I was at the the WWE, <laughs> which elites. is a good deal, by the way. So they had the four. I'm still kind of regretting this. So they had the four um, Heenan Family Hall of Fame Elite set exclusive from Target. So they're four Elite figures. Elite figures are only like 25 bucks each. The whole set was 25. So I was like, oh, I'm going to get this. And then I was like walking with it. I'm like. I don't know where to put this. I'm not going to get it. I put it back. And as soon as I left, I'm like, fuck, I should have bought that. I'm still in yeah. my head like, maybe I should go back and get this $25 deal. That's the half, thing with those Heenan families, price. they're very, very rarely on sale. And when they first came out, I was going mm-hmm. maybe three or four different targets. Yeah. Because I kind of just wanted to see it. And if I really liked it, I would have bought it. Uh-huh. So I found one in New Lenox, which is maybe 20 minutes from where we're at. Sure. Um, so I'm like, okay, cool. And it was on sale twenty nine ninety nine. I'm like, this is incredible. Uh-huh. So I bought two. And they were, like, brand new, and everybody was paying whatever they wanted for it, like, paying a lot of money for them. Mm-hmm. So I put it on eBay. I'm like, oh, I'm going to see if I can get 80 bucks for it. Mm-hmm. 80 bucks it sold within, like, 12 hours. Yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, I'll just sell this other one and go yeah. get another one. So I sold the other one, and I went back to that Target because they had three when I left. They were gone. Aww. So then as time went on, I'm like, I don't really need it because... I yeah. don't like the giant because the giant's wearing blue. And I, well, I that's what lo- he was wearing when he was in the Heenan family. Yeah, Remember but I liked, six. When, when I, I liked it when he was wearing black. Okay. <laughs> well, there's a new uh, Andre figure, like an early Andre. That's pretty cool. With the afro. Yeah. I removable, like I think. I don't know if the afro's removable, but the uh, the vest he wears is. Yeah. <laughs> removable afro. <laughs> no, there is one where he puts the afro on and he's afro giant. So, so what are what were some of the things at the Comic-Con, like figure-wise, that kind of stood out for you for the reveal of being a more of a collector of wrestling memorabilia and figures than the I The ones that I look forward to with uh, the Mattels are the elite figures. I don't really care about the basic ones because they're not... They're just to- The basics are toys, it seems like. They're and not that yeah. posable. Like yeah. the, the articulation in the hips and the legs and the torso isn't mm-hmm. there with basics. So I made the mistake when I first started collecting. I'm like, I'll just get you know the basics because I don't really care. But then as I got more into elites, I'm like, well, i got to replace my John Cena. i got to replace my Randy Orton. i got to replace... So you spent more money. <laughs> yeah, I spent more money, and I sold out the other ones for, like, whatever. But I got it to where I'm more of an elite collector. So the ones that I really want, like the New Day, I really want, but I don't want. Which one? The one in, like, the Toys R Us box? No, or I the, have that one already. Did a new one come out? But the new ones that are coming out. Okay. Um, Alexa Bliss just looks awesome to me. I got an argument. Not really an argument, but some guy's like, oh, she sucks. She's this, she's that. I'm like, she's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, there's other th- figures. and Yeah, the Alexa w- Bliss one's like a gnome, or like her outfit, no, or gear, the Harley no mercy. Yeah, with the, yeah. She's got the removable gloves and all that stuff. But too, I think right? it's perfect. The face scan, I love the face scan, just the body. It just everything's awesome. Um, a Kurt Angle, I think they just showed a proto. It's not like a, a, right. a finish. Yeah. Uh, piece, but it's gonna be I really want to get that an one. elite one. It's going to be his debut gear, and it's part of uh, the entrance grades that they're bringing. Okay, back, where they put him on a stand. Remember, yep. like the yeah, million I've dollar got man and Well, no, that's yeah, the, with the one with the the music with. Yeah, yeah, those okay. entrance grades. Yeah, I got million dollar man up there. Yeah, I thought like the Macho Man, but I have up there from WrestleMania Seven's an entrance grade. Was that a defining moment? Um, I'm not sure. Okay, but I know there was a Roddy Piper. Yeah, yeah, um, I remember those. other guys like that. But this mm-hmm. is going to have the same thing: the musical bass. Okay. Um, and instead of I think those, if you took the million dollar suit off, yeah, he's a basic. But they're going to make make them elites now. So if I strip him down, he's not going to look so hot, just like me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just his million dollar tights. <laughs> I don't know if they're ever going to top. I'm looking back at our figures now. It's if you've ever seen them, it's the Macho Man Ultimate Warrior, the WrestleMania Seven gear. Like, yeah. the detail of one of those. Like, a Warrior's Duster, 
has got all the paint job. His knee pads are painted. Like it, they're never going to top that. Yeah, for there's me. some old ones that are just crazy expensive, like that Warrior and that Macho Man that you have. Uh-huh. I think they're maybe fifty to hundred bucks you could get for them. With probably new in package though, right? Or is that loose? Both. Really? I mean, fifty on the low end if it's never going to sell that. <laughs> I also like my Michael's defining moment from WrestleMania 25. There. Yeah, that one's cool. Uh, where he's like the angel and all that. And like, what kind of sucks? He's got like the hat and the over jacket, and I like his vest, but he's got to wear everything, you know? Right. <laughs> uh, I'm just looking back at my figures. I've got a Rick Martel. That was like one of the original. Um, Mattel figures that came out that when they started like the Legend series, that was one of the first ones. Yeah. The only thing I like about that, his jacket's like fuzzy, so like dust gets all over him. Uh, what else do we got there? And I've got a CM Punk Elite up there, it looks like, with the tat- t- detailed tattoos. Oh, you got two of them, right? Well, one of them was the Macho Man CM Punk <clears throat> 2 pack oh, right. that came through. Uh, and then I got a Ziggler Basic, and then I can't see who. I got a Miz Elite. And the Miz Elite was the one from WrestleMania 27, which I liked. And it looks like, oh, I've got the Austin Defining Moments where he's got the three belts. That's yeah. one of my favorite ones, too, where Austin has three belts. So the, Those are always cool when you can get a belt with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like the Alexa, I want that. Uh, I don't know if it's. They if said it says Sasha's, coming coming, Sasha's coming with the belt, I believe, um, from what I heard. Oh, uh, the Becky Lynch, there's one coming out of her that I really like. The way she looks, her face skin in this one okay. versus the one from whatever WrestleMania with yep. the goggles and the uh-huh. top hat and that stuff. Like, I don't like the way she looks. Okay. Um, there was also one I liked at the reveal was this Ken Shamrock one. Yeah. I was a big Ken Shamrock fan. Yeah, I thought about you and your your friend yeah. <laughs> who loves Cam Sh- Ken Big Ken Shamrock, Shamrock fan. Uh, I'm actually trying to find, I had the Ken Shamrock Jacks like series one or two. I don't know where it is. So I'm going to have to go on eBay to find that one. <clears throat> but I like because he comes with the robe. And the, uh, he's got the, the gloves on his hands as uh-huh. well. People were complaining about the face scan, but he looks like Shamrock to me. I don't know. Maybe I'm not yeah, that, I don't that know. trained of an eye. Uh, they're also debuted the new Elite Ring with a Goldberg exclusive. Yeah. The new Elite Ring, Elite Scale Ring by Wicked Cool Toys, um, it's got the LED um, banners or ring skirts, I guess. They're going to be actual working LED skirts as well as LED posts. It's going to be pretty expensive, over $100, what I heard. Yeah, that'll be nice, though. Yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at right now. So I've, I've decided, I think, that I want to get an Elite Scale ring, and I've, I've reached out to Ring Skirts. He's at Ring Skirts. Uh, WrestlingSuperstore.com sells them, and he says the ones they make are better than the ones that Wicked Cool Toys at Ringside Collectibles make just because of some in- inconsistencies. But They make them... They're like just Meaning generic like, rings. Okay. They're, but they don't have like, you have to, if you want like a skirt or whatever, you have to buy it. But they have, you have, basically have to buy customs because they don't make them to fit those. And he yeah. sells them and all that. I think I'm going to go with just the uh, the ringside collectibles one because I like it. It's a little bigger. I think I'm going to get the old school WrestleMania 2 one that comes with the cage uh-huh. and maybe another ring skirt with it. I was looking up online like how to put them together, and it's pretty hard. <laughs> it looks like it's like a lot of work. <laughs> so there was there's a couple, one one video I watched. This kid was like, "This is you know people say it looks bad, it looks fine." Like his apron drooping. That's and all exactly that. how the kid sounds. And though. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna have my wife do this for me. <laughs> if I had the space for it, I would have bought. I think an it's gonna go. Scale. I think it's gonna go right. We're looking. You can't see us with the podcast, but there's a little table right there. I think it'll fit perfectly on that yeah, little end table for it. right there. Um, and my goal is to throw all my Hasbros in there, as well as a few figures. So we'll see. 
I'm pretty excited. So I'm and kind you need of, a Royal Rumble skirt. Yeah, that's what I'm getting. So I bought the, and I'm going to return this, I bought the NXT Target ring that came with the Finn Balor. Because <laughs> I'm like, this is fine. It's a basic ring. It's cool. Yeah. It'll work for what I want to do with it for like a display purpose. But now but, you got these grand ideas. Yeah. Like, this well, well here's the thing. That was 30 bucks. The ring is 44 bucks. So it's like, there's not that much more money. I might as well upgrade. <laughs> Yeah, just get your money back and put it towards something better. Yeah, <laughs> more figures. But again, I got to slow down. I'm not gonna, not gonna do that. Uh, any other Comic Con releases, Funkos, or anything else that you thought wrestling related specifically? No, nothing. I mean, for me. Yeah. No. I mean, they, obviously, you guys can check stuff out on your own and and see that. But this is just some of the stuff that we liked. Speaking of figures and classics, so the way we we're going to talk about today's show is originally it was going to be just goofy characters, like classy classy classic goofy characters from wrestling and if you grew up and we did in the 80s and the 90s this was like a staple like there wasn't any generic like john cena wouldn't be around in the 80s because he wasn't enough of a character right he's like a badass guy like roman reigns too wouldn't be around he was not enough of a character like you got to have an occupation you got to be uh costume you got to be a costume (laughs) some type of disaster uh one of the ones i have in mind i'll just start with this so I loved Akeem, the African dream. Yeah. And how this ties into figures is I told Eric when we started looking, he's like, look at all the Hasbros. And, like, every Hasbro toy is a character. You know, just for example, so this is a series one. Akeem, the American dream, African dream. African. A.K.A. former one-man gang. Andre the Giant, you know, he's kind of just a, that's what he's, he's literally a giant. Axe from Demolition, Smash from Demolition, the big boss man is a cop. Bruce Barbicake, he's a uh, barber. Hulk Hogan's his own guy. Jake the Snake Roberts, character with a snake. Macho Man Randy Savage, he wasn't, he was just a character. Like, he wasn't an occupation, he was just awesome. Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase, Rick Rude, the ladies' man, uh, and then the Ultimate Warrior. That's just series one. There's no guys in there that aren't ridiculously awesome characters. And just has, like, normal names. Sure. Like, they're real names. Well, I wouldn't say real names. Well, maybe, Rick, the most normal name in here is Ted DiBiase or Jake Roberts, but it's Jake the Snake, the Million Dollar Man. And ravishing Rick Rude. They've all got nicknames and all that. Uh, But what I liked about Akeem, the African Dream, was his dance. Like, you know, his little moves. (laughs) His little uh, jive jive dances. Yeah, let me. And his theme song was hilarious, too. And um, if you ever get a chance, it's on the network. It's the top greatest giants in wrestling history. And they talk about the one man gang's transition from one man game to Akeem. Mm -hmm. And. Like one man gang was telling stories like Vince pitched it to me. You know, he's like, "You're gonna be great." It's like, "All right, I guess we're gonna go with it." And then they did like a thing where <laughs> Slick's like, "Oh my, here he comes!" They're like in like a fire, and he out comes Akeem the African Dream. It was just hilarious. Let's see if I can find his theme song here. Yeah, Akeem the African Dream. Uh, he was a, so funny. I love the way he talked. Just everything about him was just funny. And like his, he wore like a one piece bodysuit. Here we go. Akeem enters music. Hopefully, it plays right away because sometimes there's ads on YouTube. Little drum. You just picture him now. He comes out dancing. Uh huh. <laughs> it's basically jive show, bro, but with slick. But just you're picturing him dancing. Yeah. If you're too young or if you don't remember Akeem, look him up. Akeem, the African Dream on uh, WWE Network or on YouTube. He's just an awesome character. But his debut, you said, is really good. Oh, it's hilarious. Here, I'll see if I can play a little clip here. Of it because it's here we go. Creep the African Dream. Uh, when I was a kid, well, I mean there were a lot of wrestlers that I thought were 
I don't know. I just thought that that was their character and that's where they started. I had no idea who they were before. So when I saw Akeem, I'm like, oh, this guy's awesome. Yeah. And then years later, he's like one man gang. I'm like, ah, oh, I, I like Akeem. Yeah. I didn't know either. You know, I would rent the tapes and beforehand, and it'd be one man gang would be on pay per view stuff, but I never made the connection. That you didn't was think they were the same person? No, no, because he wasn't wearing a yellow hat, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and he wasn't dancing. No, he wasn't dancing. He's the best. They the, came the, out in his, his mohawk and his earrings and the vignettes, his Punisher outfit. The vignette's like eight minutes, so I can't play it out here. <laughs> So there's, like, two other guys for me when I was watching wrestling, like IRS. I thought it was IRS. And Saba Simba, you remember him? Yeah, that was uh, Tony Atlas. Yeah, so I, that's who I thought they were. I thought that those were the characters that they started with. But then I, as I, like, I think I got, like, a WrestleMania 1 through 20 magazine that kind of highlighted everything. And then yeah. I'm like, Mike Rotunda, why does he look so familiar? <laughs> I'm like, oh, he's IRS. I'm like, this is bullshit. <laughs> so I knew IRS as Mr. Wall Street in WCW. VK or Mr.? I don't remember. I had the cards, like the collectible cards, uh-huh. one year for Christmas or, or not even Christmas. I think my mom just bought them. It was like a dollar store. It was a whole box of WCW cards. And this was 91-ish, so I wasn't watching WCW at all. So I barely knew who these guys were, but I collected them all. Because I had, like, I put them all in a binder, and I think I still have them in my crawl space. And I remember, like, oh, Mr. Wall Street, that guy could look kind of familiar. I wonder <laughs> if he's related to IRS. Yeah. It makes sense. They're both money guys. Then, sure enough, it was the same damn guy. Yeah. So Saba Simba was another guy. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, this guy is, you know, I thought he was kind of cool. You like Saba Simba, all right. I did. I mean, he debuted. I'm like, okay, I can get behind this. And uh-huh. I found out he was Tony Atlas, you know, the You're superstar pure, from like the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't really hate him until I watched the uh, Legends House. <laughs> I got to really know him. I'm like, this guy is ridiculous. Speaking of Legends House, it's the show on the WWE Network, if no one knows or hasn't seen it or whatever. <laughs> um, and... I watched it when it first came out. I watched it all. and was entertained by it. And you told me recently like, you started watching it. And we were kind of cracking up. So, no, I've been watching. I'm like, man, this show is so ridiculous. <laughs> like, Gene Oakland's always, like, pissed off and drunk. And uh, Pat Patterson, it's always, like, a dirty old man. Yeah. Like, there was one point where he, Pat Patterson was walking uh, and Howard Finkel was, like, doing, like, sit-ups or something like that. He's like, what are you trying to do? Suck your own dick? He'd <laughs> 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 bleep it out. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh... I love when they, at the end, this is, you know, they're all at the dinner table telling, like, horrible stories that happened to them. And, you know, and, and uh, what's his name? Mean Gene Okerlund's like, oh, you know what? My wife gave me a kidney. Jimmy, why would you tell your story about your dead daughter? <laughs> We're laughing. He's like, yeah, baby. I can't believe it. She died. Yeah. And then uh, what's his name? Howard Finkel's like, I He should have went first. I was like, like, give us all this just terrible stuff yeah, everybody was dying and then finkel comes up and i was bullied <laughs> oh my goodness i was bullied <laughs> <laughs> and pat Ferris was like the big surprise i'm gay it's like, yeah we know this was filmed like three years ago <laughs> and he was kind of leading to it like last five episodes like he kept i don't know it just added in, initiating you know. a conversation and yeah. i was like oh where's this going everybody kind of knew where it was going but mm-hmm. then it didn't happen yeah i'm sure when the wwe was producing next you remember the network was supposed to be its own channel so you can tell the way that that show was cut, like there's commercial break kind of built into mm-hmm. it. Um, but I'm sure they were just hoping for a big, like, oh, we're acceptance and first open the gay wrestler and all that other stuff. Yeah. Right? Well, they had the 24-7 channel, and that was kind yeah, of like that was its like, own but like, that was paper. Like, it, no, it was, like, it was an on-demand, basically. It was classics on-demand. So, you know, if you have a cable service, you can kind of select, like, watch it. It wasn't a constantly running channel. No, that's kind of what I mean. It was like its own pay yeah. type of service. Yeah, I think exactly. That's the kind of the direction they were thinking of going. Well, they were thinking of a channel like ESPN, where it's just constantly running wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not what the twenty four was. That was just no. I'm saying I'm saying that's not. But that's probably where they wanted to go. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
Another character I liked, speaking of Hasbro's, was Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Love Brutus. You know, another amazing theme song. He was a guy that, ironically, I was the most into when he came back before WrestleMania 9, when Hogan came back. Mm Because they started, like, saying, oh, he's Hogan's best friend, which I kind of knew from the tapes and stuff. Him and and Brutus did matches against uh, Macho King and Zeus, and they also main event SummerSlam 89. And I was like, oh, he was like, oh, he's cool. But, like, to me, like, he's never won a belt, so no big deal. Yeah. And uh, then... I knew they were, like, workout buddies. That's just how I figured, oh, they're real-life friends. You knew they were workout buddies? How? I don't know, in magazines or something. What kind of magazines are you reading? WWF magazine. <laughs> <laughs> I think they highlighted it. <laughs> um, they didn't show him working out with Tugboat. <laughs> they were supposed to be friends. <laughs> they uh, they had the, whatchamacallit... Sorry, here, we got, we got the theme. I hate when people put intros. Just put the damn theme up. People on YouTube. <laughs> For Brutus. Here comes the bass. It's like the Seinfeld theme. <laughs> you know what that reminds me of? What? I bought on Xbox 360. It was Legends of WrestleMania. Yeah, really yeah. one of my favorite games. Uh-huh. And all these old school... Um, ring entrances just play in the background yeah. the whole time you're making something or you're trying to create whatever. Yeah, I'll, I'll bring you back over there. and over. Okay. Keep talking. <laughs> and it was just so much fun to hear all this old stuff and it would go into the Jake the Snakes one. But they were so, like, I don't know, simple. Uh huh. They were. <laughs> I love it. He's busy. You do this, like, pictures of him. It's like him with a bow tie and no shirt on. He's like yeah. a nails dancer. What's well, the beefcake part? <laughs> that's true. Back back to the... But I had no idea what beefcake meant. <laughs> me neither. I just thought it was just like, oh, it's a bee thing. It was like the 80s women for ladies lingo for a hunk. <laughs> <laughs> back to the, the WrestleMania 9. So he came back from an injury, so his face got smashed from like a boating accident or a parasailing accident. Someone smashed into him and actually, actually, had to re- actually had to have reconstructive surgery on his face. That's what they want you to think. Well, it was I'm legit. just kidding. <laughs> and then he had a match against, you know, DiBiase and IRS on Raw, and they smashed the briefcase over his face. And, oh, you know, no. And then... <laughs> Send him back to the hospital. Yeah, and then Bobby Heenan's like, oh, my God, he's grotesque. And Jimmy Hart's, and Jimmy Hart was like, no, Money Inc., please, baby, please, baby. <laughs> And then that, and then they had a couple weeks passed, and Beefcake's like, I woke up, and there's one guy who was in the hospital, and that was Hulk Hogan. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, shit, Hogan's coming back! Because he left WrestleMania 8, you know, after the steroid trial yeah. and all that stuff. And that's when Beefcake was my guy. <laughs> <laughs> also a good Hasbro figure. Yeah. It came with the hedge clippers. Good accessory. I loved it. But you, you got any other uh, characters? Um, you got a bunch. Like Doink? Yeah. Did you really like, like Doink. Did you like Bad guy doing or good guy doing? I like good guy doing. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Bad guy doing was an asshole. <laughs> it's like everyone now, it's cool to say, oh, he was so great and amazing yeah. psychologist. Yeah, whatever. But good guy doing was hilarious to a kid. And then I was watching the debut of Dink. It was like some kind of present, like a Christmas present or something. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay, well, Dink is cool. And then they had the uh, Survivor Series match with Dink, Pink, Link, whatever the hell and the names Stinky, were. Yeah, versus uh, <laughs> Wheezy, Queasy, Cheesy. The, and Lawler. The, yeah, the Lawler's <laughs> little people. Yeah. Yeah. Blink was pretty fun. Yeah, I loved when he did the the bucket trip with, oh, it's confetti, and then he did it again. It was really water, and Bobby didn't even get all wet yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah, right. I saw that. Um, when he was first there, I hated him. I was like, he's lame. I hated a clown. Another great Hasbro toy. <laughs> Which you're in dire need of. Oh, i got to get him. Because he was one of the ones that he was the only Hasbro toy that had real hair. Like, it was like. 
his clown hair was <laughs> real, real hair. <laughs> it was human hair, dyed no. Uh, but it, it was like you know the the fabric hair, and it was it was a good it was a good good toy. Like the Barbie hair, right? Yeah, like the new Mattel Barbies that everyone's freaking out about. Which I don't see how they're going to make money with that. But what do I know? They will. You think there's enough girls wrestling fans that'll buy those? Nowadays, yeah, I think so. All right. I mean, I guess they, they kinda, might even put them in the Barbie aisle, and it's like, hey, I want. They know. remind me of those DC superhero girl dolls that are out now. Yeah, I've seen those. It kind of reminds me of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, another character we mentioned earlier was the model Rick Martel, and I'll always think of the model in two ways, two phases. There's the one with him, the long curly hair, and then the short haired model with the purple button and the purple jacket and the "Yes, I am a model" button. He was, that one was my favorite. Yeah, me too, and. <laughs> I used me and my sister were so we used to like watch it and like he had the button yes I am a model and like it should say yes I am stupid ha 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 like stupid stuff <laughs> like that and my dad loved Rick the model Martel because I think he's like Rick Martel from back yeah, in the day from, like Strike Force yeah <laughs> so he always hated even before that I'm sure but I always used to hate him like no dad he sucks he's a bad guy and all that other stuff uh, he was also a Hasbro figure all these figures Hasbro's right keep that in mind. <laughs> Everybody, when you're looking to make these retro Hasbro figures, they're doing a cane, which is good for the next round. We yeah. need more of the old characters from the from the Attitude Era. Like, uh, give me a uh, a Draz or a yeah Draz puke Hasbro. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, we met, we we missed the the toy, the D'Lo Brown reveal. Oh yeah, yeah, with yeah. With the yeah. chest protector and the European title, I like that right. one for yeah, the Comic Con reveal. Cool. So I thought I'd cut you off. You're going to talk about a character. Um, let me see behind you. <laughs> <laughs> you go ahead with another one. All right. Uh, another one I have here. Let's pull my list. The Repo Man. I love the Repo Man's vignettes. And I, I love his outfit. Yeah, with the, with the tires. <laughs> <So> stupid. <laughs> a, a trench coat with tires all but over. But he would just kind of like hunch over and slink around. He's like, hey, I'm going to take this. Like, did you have you any, any idea he was from Demolition at all? I did, yeah. Really? Yeah. Even I was a little time? bit older, so I kind of saw like, the face. Yeah. I don't know. His face was familiar to me. Uh, if anything, his voice would have been, but I had no clue. Uh-huh. And, like, he had a little run with it. Like, he kind of ran with it. And uh, what was it? I think didn't someone hire him to, like, steal something for them or something like that? He had a storyline. I don't know. I remember he stole Macho Man's hat <laughs> on, on a Monday Night Raw. And it's just that's what the whole episode, like, the backstory was. Macho had to get his hat back on the Repo Man. <laughs> simple, simple TV, guys. Come on, right. let's go back to that. No more Punjabi prison matches, which has just happened this last week at Battleground. Yeah. Or no more gimmick craziness. Just steal someone's hat, you know? Like, what's the, been the most, in, the payoffs haven't been great or whatever, but some of the most intriguing things are all the past couple months is what's Kurt Angle's secret and who's tacking Enzo? Again, the yeah. payoffs weren't great, but it was still intriguing, right? But the kids like it? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I watch Raw with my dad this week. I, don't, I I watch Raw by myself, and I fast-forward maybe, I don't know, a lot of it. Because it's the same matches, so I don't really need to see Sasha Banks wrestle every week. I know it sounds bad, but I would rather... It makes it special when I don't watch it every week. Uh-huh. So when I do watch it, I'm like, okay, this is cool. So I watch it with my dad, so I had to catch my dad up on the stupid storylines going on, like the Kurt Angle... Um, the Sun. The son, Kurt Angle's son, he's like, oh, we don't need to know this shit. <laughs> like, <damn. laughs> and then the other couple storylines. And the Braun Strowman is just huge. Like, I love yeah. Braun Strowman. Uh-huh. And Samoa Joe, I think, is legit, too. Yeah. Roman, Looking forward to that four-way. Yeah. At SummerSlam, Brock, Roman, Joe, and Strowman. Hope Strowman wins. We'll see. I could see Joe winning, but 
or I don't know. It's kind of up in the air. I can see honestly any of, any one of those guys winning. Yeah, I think Joe would win. Okay, <laughs> if you think so, if you think so, hold on one second here. All right, yeah, we're back. Sorry that quick little thing there. <laughs> I'm talking about Joe and Strowman and all of them. Yeah, uh, any one of those guys can win. We'll see. Did you speaking? We're gonna kind of bounce around a little bit here, but. Did you watch the Bailey Sasha match on Raw? This I week? loved it. It was a great match. Right? After that match was over, I was ready just to stop Raw because I was I was happy like that. That was the end of Raw to me. Yeah, I'm curious where they're going to go with it. Part of me prediction time thinks that they're going to do a thing where Bailey gets attacked in the back at SummerSlam. <laughs> Another attack on SummerSlam, and then Sasha steps into the match, wins the belt, and then it's revealed, you know, later with Corey Graves going to have more security footage or something. <laughs> oh, uh, we'll see, though. I do like that they're, they're building Bailey back up because just a few months ago, I was like, Bailey's done. She's buried over with. Yeah, blah, she blah, did look blah. terrible in that Kendall sick match. Yeah, she did. Like, she, there's no way you can wrestle that bad. Mm-hmm. She was, but we'll see. I'm looking forward to it. I'm glad it's Bailey. I'm, another, I'm looking forward to them having an actual match, Sasha, mm-hmm. or I'm sorry, Bailey and Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Uh, I'm the on the SmackDown side of the women's division. I can't believe they went with Natty. I'm glad they really? went with Natty. Yeah, I, I'm not saying it's a bad. I just I was just that kind of just came out of nowhere. They went that way. Yeah, because like my I thought I guess they swerved me. I thought the obvious plan was is Becky wins it, she wins the title, and then Carmella cashes in on her. Uh-huh. That seemed like the path to go. But well, maybe now, that'll happen to Natty. She wins the title and gets cashed in on the same night. But Natty's a heel now, so everyone's going to be cool with that. You know? I don't know. I'm confused. We'll see. We'll see. SummerSlam's got some stuff built up. They're well, pretty... they have, like, that welcoming committee, and then they're fighting each other, and then, I don't know, it's just like they're not really... Yeah, they were trying to... I'll stay on one side, you know, not it, on the good side and like the bad side. It seemed like the past, like, two and a half months, the WWE's just kind of spinning its wheels prepping for SummerSlam mm-hmm. um, because they're making that another huge pay-per-view. You know, they're going to have a huge Fatal 4-Way match. They're going to have... They've got, they've got a bunch of matches set. You've got the Fatal 4-Way for the Universal title. You've got Bailey versus Alexa Bliss. You've got Natty versus Naomi. Um, Balor versus uh, Bray Wyatt. Looks like it's going to happen. Hopefully Demon Balor. I'm assuming it's going to be Cena versus Jinder Mahal for the world title. For the WWE title on SmackDown, maybe it makes sense. You know, he just took out one evil foreigner. Why not another? Yeah, I guess Orton versus the Crate Collie, maybe or something. Um, who knows? But either way, there's. It seems like they know where they're going, which is nice. Well, to that's see. good, and it makes it makes storyline a lot more logical when you're watching it. And the build-ups each week, which should be better. Though. I don't have to be swerved all the time as long as it's logic and makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, they were doing, um, like, I'm in a Facebook group. Maybe, I don't know if you're in the same one, where they do, like, predictions. Like, they'll put up, you know, um, sure. Battleground, who do you think's going to okay. win? I'm like, well, I'm going to go with Natty. I always pick Natty because she's, like, the underdog to me. Uh-huh. Like, she deserves to win. Yeah. <laughs> and I was so happy when she won. That's why I was more happy because, you know, my pick was right. <laughs> you in the Facebook group. You're a bigwig there now. Yeah. <laughs> and now they're like, oh, my God, this guy knows everything. You're an insider. you got a podcast. <laughs> uh, speaking yeah. of insiders in characters... Outsiders? <laughs> no. I thought I had a someone list to transition it, but I don't. So I'm just going to go with the Mountie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good transition. Yeah. Uh, the Mountie's vignettes are hilarious. We get a chance to watch those, like his debut vignettes. Mm-hmm. You know, he's out in the wilderness, you know, giving tickets and enforcing the law and looking at horses on a horrible green screen, but it, it just in yeah. his outfit and everything. Um, I love now that Jacques Rougeau is thinking of a Mountie. 
at like WrestleCon and stuff, he's in like the Mountie gimmick. <laughs> he so should like, be. That's what he's most known hell for. Hell yeah, man. <clears throat> Loved the Mountie. Hated him when he was a kid. He's a great, great bad guy for, for a kid to hate. Yeah. The I love his rivalries with Boss Man. Um, yep. Piper was uh-huh. even good. Bret Hart was good. Yeah. Like he was, he was one of the top guys for me. Yeah. And probably for you. For sure. He seemed like a big deal. Yeah. You know? And then he turned into, he transitioned to a tag team with the Quebecers. Another team I hated, but. And they dressed the same. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know. And then the one guy turned into a pirate. Right. <laughs> but again, these Canadians knew what the French Canadians going to be characters. <laughs> uh, another guy, had, he was also a Hasbro, by the way. Another guy I had who was not a Hasbro, unfortunately, was Duke the Dumpster Drossy. Uh, to me, he was so, I don't know, so likable. Yeah, he was always happy. <laughs> yeah. Remember his vignettes where he's like, take it out the trash. Take it out the trash. You remember that? No. Check, check it out. Take he, it he was out a happy trash. trash man. That's what I imagined the trash guys were when I was younger. I'm like, oh, this guy loves his job. Six foot five jack guys and all <laughs> yeah. that. Um, imagine being hired like, okay, Duke. I'm assuming this is going. You're going to be a trash. All right, Francis. <laughs> we're going to call you Duke the Dumpster Gross. <laughs> you see? Yeah. Yeah, he's just like staring here. Huh? Carolina can. <laughs> he's like, "What? You're gonna take out the trash of the WW? <laughs> take out the other superstars like you toss the trash? Huh? Yeah. This is, this is the meaning they have there. Uh, there's not a lot to say about. Didn't Duke. he fight Triple H or Hunter yeah. Hurst Helmsley? Or? Yeah, he had, a, but he actually picked him up after Hunter Hurst Helmsley started going like, like escalating. Okay. So he didn't like get to lose. I mean, he was losing. Triple H was losing like Henry Godwin and stuff like that. But <laughs> in the know, dog house, yeah, no, in the pig in the hog house, in the, the pig pen match. Yeah. Uh, another guy. Well, that one I, guy I want to bring up. Ahead, he was sorry. like a character within a character. I don't know if you ever watched TNA back in the day, but. Jay Lethal is Black Machismo, which yeah, yeah. is the Macho Man. <laughs> right. He was amazing. He wore the same shit. He had the hat, had the glasses, the ooh yeah, and all that stuff. Even the the signature moves. He's totally ripped off Macho Man. <laughs> I like the uh, the promo he did with Ric Flair in TNA. He yeah. came out as Ric Flair. Yeah, that was good too. That was really good because it was like pretty dead on to Ric Flair mm-hmm. with like how he talks and his mannerisms and things like that. I think I watched good. that that promo maybe once a year. Just to remind myself. The Ric Flair, awesome Jay Lethal one? Is <laughs> yeah. Jay Lethal still in ROH? Yeah, he okay. is. He's hurt right now, but okay. he's still there. Yeah, and uh, speaking of ROH, uh, Bobby Fish signed with NXT. You see that? You ever see Bobby Fish wrestle? He's oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's watch awesome. him with Red Dragon. Yeah, he's awesome, and I'm really glad that they signed him in NXT. And We'll see what they end up going with, and I think it, I, I, I'm kind of have a, you know, they call it Reddit shower thoughts or whatever you're thinking, like, Instead of using NXT to bring guys up, just just make it its own show. Like you could have guys just stay there, you know, if yeah. you want, and be and just travel more and, and whatever, and maybe feature them on WrestleMania. I think they're kind of doing that with Bobby Roode. I don't think he'll get called up. Eric Young, Sanity. I don't think he'll get called up. I think Roode eventually will because he's so good. But they need stars in NXT right now, so that's why he's there. Like Roode doesn't go to like you know how it works down there is they have the. The, the performance center and all like the new signings have to go there like work every day mm-hmm. you know they go to the performance center and train like Bobby doesn't have to do that they sign him on a different contract most okay. was talking about it so I could see him eventually getting called up after whatever whenever someone's ready to take the NXT title the next big star down there so we'll see what they end up doing with him um, he needs a elite figure right away. He does, Glor- yeah. With a glorious robe and all <clears throat> yeah, that. Maybe, maybe an entrance. Break. Yes, that's perfect. You hit the button, I wear the battery out of that so quickly. <laughs> uh, with the, the piano intro? Yeah, no, no, just the glorious part. <laughs> just hit it. Glorious. Yep, exactly. Like, I over, will give it. Over and over and yeah. over again. Another guy I liked that was a manager was Mr. Fuji. 
And uh, Mr. Fuji was again. What, what part of Fuji did you like? The Yokozuna, the demolition, no, the top hand, the, the guy with the cane, the guy that looked like from uh, 007. Yeah, maybe. like odd job. <laughs> yeah, I loved him because he was so like sinister and like he. What's funny about him is he was a manager that talked that spoke broken English, which uh-huh. is kind of hilarious. He was. Uh, you know, Hall of Famer. They, they elected him to the Hall of Fame, I believe, in 2007. And he was just, I always would hate it when he would do the thing where someone would run off the rope and he'd take his cane and pull the <laughs> rope down and turn away. He's like, oh, no, no, no. And he, he managed the demolition. And he was never opposed to turning against his own guy if it helped his own game and yeah. things like that. And uh, there's a funny story they, they during his Hall of Fame speech they told where he was a famous prankster, like in, within wrestling and the uh-huh. WWE. And what he would always do is something would happen to someone's bag. Like there'd be a padlock on or whatever. Like, what the hell's going on? And he would go, Mr. Fuji will investigate. <laughs> he was the one that did it. He would always investigate. Yeah. Mr. Fuji would investigate. Uh, he's, a, he's a missing piece today. Like they always talk about his managers. But it doesn't seem like the main roster wants them. Um, there is no real managers. There's Maurice. And who else is a manager? Maria Canales is a manager. Yeah. You know, there's not Amen. many. Yeah, but he's just he's just around for Lesnar, and that's about right. it. You know, there's not big ones, but well, Maurice and Maria don't manage anybody else. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, we were talking about this, my buddy and I. He'll call me once in a while and say, "What are they doing?" Like I know or whatever. And he's like, "You know what they got to do with Big Cass? They got to put him in the Miz garage because he needs a mouthpiece, and the Miz needs like more of a threat than Axel and Dallas, like in his team. Like that makes all yeah. the sense in the world. Makes sense to me. Let's do it." And then eventually maybe turns on the Miz and goes back to Peter Good Guy or something. Who knows? Because right now he's just kind of, all right, Cass is a big guy. What else do you got? You know? That's what I would Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of Cass. I compared him to, to, to Tess, but I think Tess was more athletic. Or maybe he just did more in the ring, Cass. I don't know. It doesn't impress me. <laughs> okay. I like him. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not, like, bored by him or anything like that. I think it kind of sucks they're putting him in the ring with the big show. Not that the Big Show is awful, but you know, you Big Show is bigger than Cass. Mm-hmm. So Big Cass's big things like he's you know a giant, but then he's facing someone that's bigger than him. So okay, so what's your draw then, Cass? You know, yeah. what's the attraction? But they're they're going with it and they're they're pushing him and all that. So good for them. Uh, the next one I got, Coco Beware, the Birdman. Remember the Birdman? I do remember the Birdman. Yeah, bird, bird, bird. <laughs> and Frankie. <laughs> Frankie so, the Bird, I remember. So colorful. So <clears throat> remember colorful. everybody had a pet. There was Matilda with the Bulldogs. Yeah. There was uh, Damien with the Snake. Frankie. So not everyone, just those three guys. <laughs> yeah, well, a lot of people had. Uh, Who else had a pet? Um, Steamboat with his... Uh, yeah, the alligator. The, the Komodo dragon. Komodo dragon, yeah. Uh, who else? Yeah, you're right. They did have a lot of... Uh, Hold on, we're going to play Coco Beware's theme song here. Sorry, i got to get YouTube Premium. <laughs> Spicy Burger. Would you like to sign up? No. And then no this thanks. stupid thing. Hey, YouTube.com slash Wrestling Themes. Get this intro <laughs> off all your stuff ASAP. Yeah. Time to dance. Come on, fly with me, Frankie. <laughs> then he comes out like swooping his arms. Yeah. That was the best. Yeah, man. Missing great characters today. Um, I don't know if I have too many more. I kind of flew through them all. They're, again, these are just characters that we liked. Uh, Papa Shango. Yeah. Remember his feud with the Ultimate Warrior? We made the Ultimate Warrior puke and bleed black. Bleed out of his head. Yeah, <laughs> his scalp. I, that. I was re-watching that, that promo where he was bleeding out of his head, the black. 
and you could totally see the warrior messing with something in his jacket to get it to go. I was like, <laughs> yeah. like in his pocket. I'm like, man, this totally like somehow ruins they had it. a hose going up the back of his head. And yeah, <laughs> I was like, man, this totally ruins it. Like when I was a kid, I was like, how do they do that? So the magic was gone. But a funny story about the Rebo Man. I was just listening to the uh, Laps Fan Podcast, and they were talking about the uh, King of the Ring '97. And around that time was right when Paul Bear teased the Kane, like, you know, I have a secret about you, Undertaker, and, and being Kane. Um, but the original plan was, because you remember, that's when they brought back Charles Wright, who was Papa Shango slash comma slash the Godfather. And yeah. everything. The plan was going to be, the story was pop, bring the Papa Shango character back, and he had uh, risen the Undertaker from the dead. Like, that was, like, an original plan okay. for Melter. And they were like, you know, that sounds so stupid. And it does, but on surface, the Undertaker character sounds stupid, but he made it work. So who knows what they could have done with it. But Papa Shango is another, another, also another, another Hasbro as well. I liked, yeah, I liked how he came down with the smoking skulls and uh-huh. just the voodoo and all. I mean, he was awesome. He's creepy. Yeah. You got another one before we uh Well, one of the things on. I wanted to bring up was the, the gimmick Battle Royal, which I think is probably a fun match. WrestleMania yeah, yeah. 17, oh, yeah. where all the old guys came in. Uh-huh. It's just like all these ridiculous the goon. gimmicks. The Duke was in it. But yeah, the goon. <laughs> Remember Abe Knuckleball Schwartz? Yeah. The baseball man? <laughs> yep. <laughs> the goon. With the, he was a former hockey player yeah. that like wrestled in skates. Trying to find out who was in the uh, gimmick battle. The gimmick battle royal. There was Jim Cornette. Uh, Bobby Heenan and Mean Gene Oakland were the announcers for it. Uh, Iron Sheik won it. So we've got a handful yeah, there. Yeah, I remember that. I'm trying to think who else is in off the top of my head. I'm sure you're pulling it up here. You know, like Wikipedia, Wikipedia, get your ass together here. Yeah, I can't find it. <laughs> all right, well, I don't have to tell you. That's all right. Uh, Just watch WrestleMania seven for, or 17 for the gimmick match. <laughs> and 7 afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because then that's where the gimmicks kind of came from. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and a guy that wasn't really a big character but I liked a lot was the British Bulldog. Yeah. Like, he's just a good wrestler that happened to be a, a bulldog, I guess. <laughs> he's the bulldog. Um, and then, of course, there's the Million Dollar Man. As far as characters and larger-than-life characters go, I think he's probably one of the best ever. With his laugh, you know, his... I was watching on the network, they've got, again, the, they've got the colorful characters playlist, and it showed <clears throat> him shopping for the Million Dollar Belt. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the guy Going was to like... jewelry stores? No, like, he had it built at a jewelry store, and he walks okay. in, and there's one part where the guy's like, well, here's the main play, it's 500 diamonds. Like, that's not enough. And he's like, what do you mean it's not enough? That's all we can do. He's like, well, if that's only 500, make it 800. Do it! <laughs> like walks off. Oh, I'm sorry, Virgil. They're coming out with an elite Virgil. <laughs> oh, what is he going to be like in the uh, pinstripe pants? He's in the, uh, the, the white and purple. The, the white suit with the little purple. Oh, so he's the bodyguard Virgil. Yeah, bodyguard oh, Virgil. I was hoping for like candy stripe Virgil. Boxer Virgil. Yeah, with <laughs> Piper's, the, with, Piper's the bro- with the broken nose and yeah. all that. Yeah, where he won the million dollar title. Mm-hmm. That's a good Virgil. Well, good for him. Maybe if you take the suit off, he's uh, Piper Virgil. Isn't he? It's going to be like an exclusive too, like a walk, like something exclusive. I think I read. Um, maybe a Toys R Us. I could be maybe. wrong. Maybe, yeah. So people are going to be hunting Virgil down, right? So million dollar man shopping for his title, <laughs> <laughs> and then like the guys in the back making the the side plates or the the belt hooks. He's like, here they are, Mister GBS. He's like, that's not good enough. It's got to be solid gold. He's like, but it won't hold. He's like, I don't care. Solid gold. He walks away, and then they reveal it to him. He's like, oh look at this. Oh, this is amazing. <laughs> Go ahead and watch that if you get a chance. It's my favorite part, <clears throat> excuse me, my favorite part about Million Dollar Man, why I believed he was so rich, 
that after the match he would stuff hundred dollar bills in his opponent's mouth uh-huh. after he put him to sleep with a billion dollar dream. Uh-huh. I mean, this guy's fucking loaded. Yeah, man, <laughs> just dropping hundreds for no big deal. Maybe that's yeah. the wrestlers. Pay Maybe Virgil would go back and get it. <laughs> go back and get the hundred. The wrestlers pay that night. Um, the billion dollar man's talked about in interviews before when he first got hired. Vince McMahon's like, I want you to live this character. He's like, so if you go to the the convenience store, you buy a newspaper, pay with a hundred. Uh-huh. You know, that type of stuff. Like, be an ass and Live all the that. gimmick. And, like, he got to ride around in a limo and, like, a private plane. All that stuff was part of it. And he was like, you know, I never took I never took advantage of that stuff with, like, paying with that Vince's money. He's like, but it was still nice. You know, me and my wife got to drive around in these limousines yeah. and all that stuff. So good for him, right? And I did not like him as a manager, though. When he did the Million Dollar Team, I hated it. I didn't, I don't think he fit in as well. You know? With like, Bam Bam. Yeah, and, it was King uh, Kong Bundy. Bundy, and, yeah. Uh, what's his name? The Russian guy that he made wear the cent sign instead of the dollar sign on his tights. Um, that was in the million dollar team. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Nick, was it Volkov? Volkov. Nikolai yeah. Volkov. Yeah. Like, oh, that's poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> to me, they were just kind of the older, washed up guys that he managed. Yeah, maybe that's why I didn't like him. Yeah. Except for Bam Bam, he was like the really only main event guy on there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, we talked a lot today about different stuff, different characters, different things going on in the world of wrestling and we bounced all over the place but that's okay this is supposed to be a casual show this week nothing crazy uh, i got nothing really else to talk about so if you have anything on your mind you want to touch on or anything like that feel free about 50 minutes here so whatever you want to talk about or we can just wrap it up now and try for next week well after this i'm gonna head to target well you, you want to return something for me <laughs> sure because <laughs> um, i want to get the nia jacks the basic? Yeah. Okay. Because the basics for the women are still kind of more like elite than the basic men's. Yeah, for sure. So I want to go get Nia Jax because I'm sure nobody wants her, and there was like four of them last time I was there. All right. So after watching the match last night, watching her squash Emma, I'm like, i got to get Nia. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool, cool. You're going to go to the one in Tinley or Orland? Uh, Orland. Okay, just up the road. Well, I'm really going to give you that ring to return. So if <laughs> you got it on a credit card, it goes right back to it then? It does. It okay. does. Don't be getting, you'll be like, just give me a store credit. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'll be looking for that, that credit card. Yeah, I'll be calling card. up Target like you were calling up Hot Topic for your T-shirt. <laughs> like, where the hell is my refund? <laughs> All right, guys. Follow us on Twitter at PPW Podcast. And if you guys know of any independent wrestlers that you would like us to talk to an interview, they'd like to talk fun wrestling stories, please tag them and shoot them over to us and we will try to get them on the show i almost had one this week it didn't work out maybe next week we will do it didn't have a show last week just because of schedules and i try to get a show out every week but as you guys know sometimes real life gets in the way so topic suggestions interview suggestions anything at ppw podcast buy a t-shirt at whatamaneuver.net buy a shirt <laughs> uh send me pictures of your old hasbros or wrestling toys i'd love to see those any wrestling collections you have um, for a few follows for you guys that listen to us at ring skirts awesome stuff he has stuff called the wrestle cave on twitter but he's at ring skirts check him out uh at what at whatamaneuver.net for our shirts and other wrestling shirts uh, at fully posable for the fully posable podcast uh at man cave podcast they are friends of the show and yeah just go check out all those different different fun shows check them out uh, we will try to have a show next week And, yeah, that's all I got for this week. Eric, you ready to wrap up? Ready to wrap. Cool. See everyone next week.